0: All right, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Two Planker Podcast. I'm your host Ethan Schaefer, and today in the show, we've got Caleb Godwin. And Caleb, thank you for being here, dude.
1: Thanks for having me. Yeah. Stoked. I uh, I imagine myself on podcasts often. I think I'm one of the few skiers that like skis while listening to podcasts. So like, it was pretty. I was pretty hyped for the DM. It, it felt good for sure,
0: dude. That's awesome. I'm also one of the guys that uh, if I'm riding alone, I'll listen to a podcast. And it's uh, like I went to Steamboat this season and I rode alone. So I was listening to a podcast. So when I like think about my time at Steamboat, I'm thinking about that episode of uh, I think it was like Joe Rogan or something.
1: Yeah, for sure. I ski to a mainly Noiser podcast, a lot of like dictator stuff. So like I'll I'll be like grinding rails and shit and I'll just be like listening to the story of like papa doc in my ear. It's pretty wild.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. Well, happy to have you on. I, I uh it was this is how I found you. I did the like the, the Instagram story question, whatever. Said who do you guys what small businesses do you guys like? And I got like twenty sort of requests at the same time. And I, and whenever that happens, I always wonder if like you or somebody else puts out like a little, a little thing. That's like, yo, everyone go spam this right now. Is that what you did? No,
1: no. I actually, uh, like nicest way possible. Don't follow two planker on either accounts. So <laughs> had no idea, but shout out them boys.
0: That was yeah. nice. Now people had your back and this is actually perfect timing because you just put out that new video and that video was awesome. I just watched her like right before this. Thank you. I appreciate that.
1: It, uh, <laughs> It was, it was, it took a while. It's definitely like the longest and most like comprehensive video. I mean, like, what I had like over 50, 60 people in it. So yeah. it definitely was a pain to like, even like write down the names for the credits at the end. But yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> Good timing as well. I feel like I'm a professional doing a media rollout right now.
0: But. <laughs> yeah, dude. It was, um, and here I'll I'll hit one back at you. I mean this in the nicest way possible. Usually that editing style and that video style would annoy me, but I actually thought it was legitimately funny at points. And like I thought that you know when people try to do like the kind of all over the place, scattered brain, like almost inside joke type of video, mm-hmm. I uh, I don't know. But this one this one was good. The skiing was actually good. The jokes were actually funny. So I liked it. Yeah. Thank
1: you. I uh, dude. I. <laughs> That's funny that you say that. I'm, I love talking shit on the internet, and I feel like this video has been an apex for for shit talking as of recent. And uh, a lot of it is because of how scatterbrained it is. But I'm not really making a video for like anybody else but myself. Like if I saw that video when I was in high school, like during English class, I would have been really hyped. Yeah. So as long as like high school Caleb is stoked on it, I'm stoked on
0: it. That's awesome, bro. Yeah. That was great. The the Luke Vota ender made me laugh with the uh, <laughs> Luke Vota exposed. I like
1: Yeah, that, that was that, was, that, really that was pretty obnoxious, but I like Gifted Hater a lot and he uses a lot of uh a lot of Va- vine sound effects. So I thought it'd be funny to do that. <laughs> it was good. It was good. Yo, Luke, yo Luke, if <laughs> you listen, I'm sorry, dog. Uh I didn't get an okay to do that, but I think it's fine because he's like super nice, so
0: yeah, it was.
1: was
0: I thought. I, I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was in good taste. It was like, it was a joke. Yeah. <laughs> um, he also can
1: triple, so like I don't think. I yeah, exactly. Like he's, he's actually other. good. He's actually pretty good. So,
0: um, before we start, I want to do a viewer question that I'm glad somebody else asked because I didn't know how to ask it myself. So the surface skis asked, "What is sorta?" Is it a crew, film project, clothing company, drug front, all of the above? what is what is your company?
1: I'm so hyped that that's a question because I don't want to be a clothing company like at all. Yeah um but it is definitely that's what it was at first um, I started in college because I felt like most most other clothing companies in skiing weren't scratching the itch that I wanted to scratch. So I figured, um, I'll I'll take the reins on that and try to. And to be honest, it definitely blew it. I made some shitty graphics at first. I probably still will make shitty graphics, but at first it was a clothing company, and then uh then it became an excuse just to like fund videos. And now it's kind of a mixture of both, you know. Like mm-hmm. we have our crew. Um, We go a little bit beyond Michigan, but, you know, most of us are Midwest oriented and we make videos and I sell T-shirts sometimes. So, yeah, I don't even know if I have an answer, but probably
0: clothing brand. <laughs> wow. All right. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. So um, let's get let's give you a little background about yourself. Michigan kid. I think we've only had a few of you guys on ever. Luke is definitely one of the guy, other guys from Michigan uh yeah so tell everyone where does everything start for you
1: so um like my childhood's kind of complicated I don't think I don't think anybody in skiing this is that that sounds cocky I'm not gonna say that but I have I have a weird upbringing you know like my dad was in the military um and I was born in Wisconsin and then I like moved around a bunch uh but uh, so like I went to Alaska and then I actually went to Connecticut. I um, I lived in New London for two years, which put a pause to my skiing. But I learned to ski in Michigan. I ended up here when I was uh, like five and I was like pretty hyped on it. You know, as hyped as you can be, it's like a five-year-old. And then moved around a bunch and like stopped skiing until I was like 14. And at the time when I was 14, I really wanted to be a professional basketball player. So all of my eggs were in one basket. That's how it usually goes with me. I put all my eggs in one basket. I was hoop dreams, like putting up shots every day. And uh, yeah, I got pretty good at basketball. I was like six feet tall in eighth grade. Uh, and I'm like six two now. So I like really thought I was going to be a giant, but then I stopped. And then I realized I don't like basketball. So then I quit. <laughs> <laughs> and then,
0: yeah, that was gear. Wow interesting so when did you um like so you said you were in college when you had this first idea was there Uh anything that led up to that like were you looking at other clothing companies saying i could probably do that and i could probably do it better
1: maybe i think uh i i saw some clothing companies uh like locally growing up that i just like really thought were shitty and really really most of my most of my ideas come from me seeing something that i don't like and then wanting to do <laughs> something that's the opposite of that so i saw like maybe maybe i just got fed up like i always had in the back of my head like i like designing stuff i liked the idea of making clothes and i actually like dated this girl shout out to lily who was like really into fashion and that kind of got me hyped on the idea. And, you know, comparatively, I know nothing about fashion. So like, don't, I don't want to seem like I'm a fashion guy, but comparatively to like everybody else in skiing, I think I know more than them. So that puts me in like a unique place where it's like, maybe I have more insight to make something cooler and more organic and interesting. And uh yeah, so I, I think I just got fed up one day and I was like, yeah, I'm selling some t-shirts. fuck it.
0: Yeah. And so how did that first, how did that first process go? Like, did you have a, did you have somebody that knew the ropes or were you going in like totally blind?
1: I screen printed when I was in high school a little bit. Um, We had a program where you could screen print not enough. I should have done it more. I should have took more advantage of it. But um, yeah, I understood the process of screen printing. I didn't screen print my first uh, drop. I actually only screen printed one and then it was like too hard and I just gave up and I didn't do it again. But I just bought my blanks. I made my design uh, on my on my NMU MacBook <laughs> with Photoshop provided. And then and then, yeah, I took it into the shop and got them printed.
0: That's sick, dude. So like <clears throat> in terms of branding, at, like what, so what's the actual title of the, the crew, the company, whatever you like? What's the full name?
1: So it's sort of skate and snow. Um, are you asking how I came up with the name?
0: Yeah, when that was the next question, like, how did you come up with that name now that we know the the full title?
1: So I don't, I think, I think it was pretty quick, dude. All these, like, all these coming up with name processes, I feel like everybody gets like so, like, they're like, oh, like, they probably thought, like like saga outerwear they were like it's like a saga like star i feel like people think it's deeper than what it is but i definitely was like in my car and i just like realized that i said sorta all the time and i was like oh like i like snow sports and i like skateboarding and i was like oh sorta skate and snow those are like those are the you know, people, the population that I'm trying to like sell clothes to, and it's also alliterative, S S um, And yeah, I thought it was a cool idea. Also, I think sorta is like kind, like kind of embodies like a half commit. You know, <laughs> like like did I, you know, like when I do something shitty, I'm like, they're like, did you land it? I'm like, sorta, you know, kind of landed it. Yeah. And I think sorta is a half commit in a lot of ways. You know, because it's like, am I a clothing company? We just talked about it. I don't know, but like. Is it cool? Maybe. <laughs> I hope so. Sometimes.
0: Dude, that's pretty good. Like for some, for something that you're saying is like half thought out and just sort of thrown together. No, it actually, I feel like that's a that's some pretty good reasoning behind it.
1: Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that.
0: Yeah. Um. So you got this big ass crew. It seems like it's the whole mountain is part of the crew. Is that is that how you view it, or is there like uh, is there you know? It's,
1: it's kind of close. I mean, on weekends, like on a weekend in the winter, like someone might show up to Boyne and be like, oh, okay. Like these 12 kids live here and they run it. But no, realistically, like Boyne mountain is kind of in the middle of nowhere. Um, I live in the middle of nowhere. I'm actually more nowhere than Boyne mountain, but 30 minutes away, I can get like to a more modern version of middle nowhere. Um, and I have, like, a couple friends that I sponsor from Boyne. But most people are from Traverse City or Potoski or other local areas in Michigan that are, like, 30, 45 minutes away, not near me. And we just ended up meeting through skiing. And I thought they were, you know, talented. Said, hey, you want to? Dude, Loki, honestly, this is the crazy part about sorta Like, most of these kids, like, there's some people that I sponsor that, like, have done like amazing things that like I might not ever do in skiing. And like, I still haven't given them a shirt. Like they've just like bought my stuff and like hung out with me a bunch. And like to them, it's just like the idea and like the crew and like getting filmed and being a part of something bigger is payment enough to like share their talents with me. So thank you to all my friends who I haven't given a shirt. And I also still owe you a shirt. So please just ask me sometime.
0: Yeah, dude. I just, uh, so I had no clue where Boyne was. I looked it up. <clears throat> you guys are way more in the middle of nowhere than I ever imagined. You guys are like way at the top of uh, of the state. That's crazy.
1: Yeah, middle of nowhere. Uh, uh, corporate overlord, too. By the way, I don't know. I don't know <laughs> if you know much about uh, big skiing corporations, but Boyne is like the owner of Icon. So really, somehow, somehow, this like hill in like northern Michigan, like bought Big Sky and like Brighton so we're 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 pretty up in uh in ski industry terms <laughs> but yeah middle of nowhere I graduated with like 16 people like 16 yeah I don't actually I don't even remember like I feel like I think there was 18 people in my class and like two of them didn't make it mm. so I don't even know how many people I graduated with but yeah pretty pretty rural out here
0: where did you uh where did you end up going to college cuz I'll just I'll just say this everyone that I've ever met that that has graduated with less than 20 people is a complete weirdo at least at school and then yeah, college well, I, they I kind am, of figure I out am how a that.
1: weirdo yeah. that's like that's not a wrong assumption <laughs> I am a little strange um I went to NMU for my first year um of college and that was great. So do you know anything about Marquette, Michigan? Marquette is like it's like uh, people who would go to like Montana State, you know, like maybe they'll wear like bracelets and like earth tones and like Birkenstocks. Yeah. Like real outdoorsy hip, hippie people, like micro dough shrooms type people. Like they go to they go to NMU. And my boss went to NMU, uh, Dusty Miller, who's like a really good snowboarder. He went to NMU and I wanted just to copy everything he did. And, you know, he made street parts and, you know, he had this like awesome thing going for him. And I was like, oh, I'll go there and do that. And then I went there and then realized that there's like no one who skis there or like at least skis like the way I ski, like skis park. So then that was pretty short lived. And then I went to a community college near my hometown and same deal, like, dude, like, these classes at this community college are, like, 20 people. So I'm, like, s- still – I'm still a weird person uh, <laughs> by that stereotype you said earlier. <laughs> but <laughs> I was happier. I got to work at Boyne and ski more.
0: Yeah. I mean, I never disliked those people, but it was always just, like, I could tell that <laughs> at least the people I met at UConn. I was, like, I could tell that you that you are going from a school with, like – Less than 100 kids to a school with like over 30,000 right now. So,
1: yeah, for sure. A lot of people say I'm like homeschool,
0: but homeschool I, I also
1: pe- people say like I'm homeschool, like vibes, which vibe is kind of a weird word. I don't know if I like use that word, but like homeschool yeah. vibes. But people also say like I'm theater kid vibes. So, like, I don't really know what I am, but <laughs> dude, here I am. Watch out.
0: We're out here. Uh, <laughs> So, what were you going to school for? Because uh, I'm assuming it wasn't to uh, like for fashion or whatever uh, you would like to call.
1: No, no, the yeah. fashion scene in Marquette, Michigan, which in the UP, by the way, so like also middle of nowhere. Yeah, I don't know why I thought going to the middle of nowhere would be better for me, <laughs> like <laughs> even more. <laughs> but uh, I was going for secondary education English. And then secondary education art, my second semester, because I wanted to take more art courses and get a Mac book. And then I dropped out of what and drop out. I transferred to NCMC and now I'm trying, I'm like, excuse me. I'm one credit or I'm one class away from my associates. And then I think I'm just going to give up and like go somewhere else for a little bit and then come back later and try to be a teacher or something. Yeah. If they get paid better, I don't know.
0: Yeah. Dude, that's pretty interesting. I uh I like the people that just uh not like wing it, but do they just kind of they're they're not like, yeah, I'm going to they see the traditional path and they're just like, yeah, not for me. I'm going to do my own thing for a little bit and figure it out and like create something in the meantime and then uh, and then we'll figure it out. I like that.
1: Yeah, I figure I only have time to be you know you know like the the window to be like a semi-professional slash professional skier is like pretty slim so i feel like if i want to do that i might as well do it sooner
0: yeah is there anyone from michigan that's like the blueprint for uh like making it out of michigan into skiing that you look up to or anybody like that
1: so my my biggest role model is a snowboarder uh my boss my boss dusty He's like he he's done like everything. He I wouldn't say he's done everything, but he's done a lot of things that I would want to do in like my career in snowboarding, like make cool street parts, you know, make a lot of connections, work at hood, uh have like have a stable job later. Like that's a big one for me too. I would love that. But I mean like in skiing, it's like everybody is it's just like (laughs) just community of like hornbeck fans, pretty much. (laughs) like like my quarterback is definitely like the the michigan blueprint
0: of choice yeah what'd you think of uh truck talk that new video
1: dude i think uh i actually i actually liked it a lot i thought i wasn't gonna mess with it because gopro footage is kind of shitty to me yeah Uh, i don't really like gopro footage but i thought it was edited kind of well and kind of well i thought it was edited really well i thought the music was kind of fun I mean, dude, they're just like they got so much swag; it's insane.
0: Yeah, I I enjoyed that video. I like, I don't know, man. Like reading the comments of stuff, it's like seeing a movie. It's like seeing a movie, and then all the reviews are like, "Oh, this is horrible for this reason." Then you kind of like look at the movie differently. Mm-hmm. But uh, at first, I watched Truck Talk. I'm like, "Oh yeah, that, that was tight." And then everyone's like, oh, boo! Like GoPro footage sucks." I'm like, "Ah." <laughs> oh. Oh, no. I don't know. Maybe I have a trouble forming my own opinions, but afterwards I was like, was that good? Like, it was a ton of GoPro footage. Like, a ton of it.
1: Yeah, it was... It. I guess there's a couple shots. There's a couple long lens shots that weren't GoPro. Yeah. Um. It was DSLR probably, but no, I thought... This is this is this is a fun story. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this because this oh, is like boy. a huge moment for me for sure. Uh, so I was in. I had a couple shots in this video by Mike King called Lake Effect. Uh, I don't know if you know anything about Mike King. He has like some ah. old like LaFa parts. He's like um, another Michigan guy who we should like who a lot of people look up to. And he actually grew up on a farm like ten minutes away from my farm and like ended up wanting to be a pro skier. I didn't even know he, who he was. Like, I didn't even know he existed and like ended up like doing the same thing that he did. And he like grew up 10 minutes away, which is pretty funny. But I had a couple shots in his video, Lake Effect and they had like a premiere or whatever. And he was like, yo, like like come to the premiere in Petoskey. I already went to the other premiere, like hand out some sorta. And like, I got you in a box, like with some, with some legends. Like, Mike talks real funny. <laughs> he's, like, he's got, like, a Colorado thing going for him. And I was, like, oh, yeah, like, for sure. Like, I'm down to do that or whatever. And uh, I knew I knew uh, Hornbeck was up because of, like, I don't know, something on the story. But, like, I, like someone told me B-Dog was up, and I was like, what the hell B-Dog do here? And then I was in the box with B-Dog and Hornbeck and Bill Bucker, and I was like, what's up? Oh,
0: and shot, like, that's sick. <laughs>
1: it was pretty sick, yeah. Oh, fuck, And then, like, you know, there's nothing to talk about. Like, I wish I could have been, like, a little more, I wish I had something better to talk about to B-Dog, because, you know, like, B-Dog is a pretty big person in my, like, skiing taste formation, but I ended up being, like, like, just like, yo, like, uh, I ended up like rapping to him, like, the song he used in his real ski. <laughs> that's I what you like, went with. I gotta eat to live. I, kn- I know every word of the song, you know, and it so I was like, I gotta eat to live. Look what they beat my kids. He was like, Yes, brother. I can't do a French Canadian, but <laughs> it was sick.
0: Bro, <laughs> that's just mad funny, though. That that's what you went with. You're like, All right, instead of, you know, going up to him, be like, Man, I love everything you put out. <laughs> Bro, I respect you. Yeah, this like the
1: water, like the B and E show, like that's classic. And I was like, no, like I know every single song to the Eat to Live. Yeah, that was pretty dope. <laughs> you're funny, bro. That's not where that question was going at all, which is so funny. I actually forgot what it was. I just pivoted it to talking about how I rap to B Dog. But
0: no, nah, you're good. You're good, bro. We're just we're... Uh, this is <laughs> this just we're we're just shooing the shit, anyways yeah Um, gotcha gotcha refocus this for me real quick we'll refocus it um dude let's talk let's talk more michigan i like the uh i like the controversy around luke vota like how do you guys feel about him because these these people hate him like all all the dudes online yeah and uh, and when i interviewed him i'm like i love this kid like like people's gotta yeah he's like so nice and quiet and like well spoken yeah he's just a great kid so, I was just wondering what, like, local thoughts on him are.
1: Yeah, no, most people hate him, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Even locally? Yeah, locally. Locally, the hate's pretty strong. I think, uh, I don't know, I think he, he like, fills a role of something that just, like, in Michigan, like, no one really wants. You know, where he's, like, he's doing triple corks, like, he's wearing outfits that, like, we wouldn't consider cool. Um, and he's just doing something that like a Michigan writer, like can't really relate to at all. Um, yeah. so, so I think that's, I think that's why widely he gets a lot of hate. Um, obviously song choice is probably a big thing as well. Uh, people, people don't like the songs he uses, but, um, you know, Luke has never like not been super nice to me. so like you know if I meet someone like I have no reason to dislike that person entirely based on you know the music they choose and if they wear like Nike sweaters when they ski and uh he was at Boyne and he was skiing cool and I was like yeah it would be really funny to like film him with like a like a HMC 150 fisheye yeah and like (laughs) fry his footage (laughs) <laughs> and I did that and it turned out really sick. It's actually like one of the favorite, like my favorite things I've edited. So, yo, shout out to Luke Votov for being really talented, being from Michigan and uh, being controversial. If you're not yeah. controversial, you're doing something wrong
0: probably. So, Well, it's funny that, yeah, I mean, we could, uh, we'll, we'll let Luke, we'll let Luke off the hook, but it's just funny that like people get so upset about what people wear. It's just, uh, I don't know. So you said that he kind of he he breaks the stereotype of a Michigan skier. So what's your Michigan skier stereotype? Like how 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 does a Michigan skier ride?
1: Dude, it's so like mountain based. I feel like (laughs) I feel like it's so funny. I actually thought about this when we're talking about like the blueprint for like a Michigan skier, like want to model your skiing off of because like while we all like, you know, Hornbeck's the biggest name like by far and like one of the coolest skiers maybe ever right uh like the amount of like i've never like modeled my skiing after hornbeck like i maybe i'll like look at a front two he did and be like oh i want to do a front two like that but like he's not like my type of skier but the like so like he's from kalamazoo and there's this resort called bittersweet uh simming glasses from there you interviewed him yeah pretty much there's like a bubble around bittersweet and like the closer you are to that bubble the more hornbeck-esque your skiing is so like you'll see like the bittersweet kids will come to boyne like later in the season and they have like they got like the b-dog jacket and the harlow pants and it's like oh okay like i don't even have to ask where they're from so there's like that side of michigan skiers which is like you know, Armada or Nada, like boom, 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 Griselda in the earbuds, you know. And then like you can go like Brighton, you know, that's like where where Luke's from, Luke Vota's from. And, you know, Timo Berg. I don't know who if you know who he is, but he's like a really good skier. Uh he rides for line now. He lives in Park City or Salt Lake City. But like there they might be more Luke Votas-esque. And then Traverse City and like my crew is like I don't know maybe like more reminiscent of like bunch videos maybe or like jet skis or something like that like that's what we're into so I think it's a big um combination of people especially with the internet it's like not as uniform as maybe it used to be but yeah yeah
0: there's
1: a lot there's a lot I mean torn gloves toe yeah. rope
0: yeah Dude, there's way more going on than I ever thought. That's uh yeah, shout out Simeon. I forgot that he's also from uh from Michigan. That's wild. Yeah, Airhorn.
1: Air, 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 shout out <laughs> Simeon.
0: Dude, I really I cannot I cannot emphasize this enough to the the non-Michigan people listening to this, which I think there are only gonna be a handful. This is definitely gonna be a locals heavy episode. No, yo, yo, everybody who's not from Michigan, comment on the
1: Instagram <laughs> post or whatever and let them know that. We sorta of is reaching slightly further.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like a
1: little bit.
0: Bro, like maybe I...
1: we got Wisconsin in the building. What up,
0: <laughs> dude? But the video, I really thought that the video that you guys put out—I uh, I, I forget what it's titled—but like it, I watched that and I'm like, okay, I fully, I get it now. Like I get what's going on. It's like this weird ass scene, but it's like you guys have this strong, strong culture. Just because I feel like you get no contact with the outside world. Like you're developing your own little <laughs> society up there.
1: Maybe. I feel like that's probably more of Ohio. Cause like there'll be an Ohio person come to Michigan and they're yeah. just like 10 years behind, Yeah, <laughs> but like, just like really good at hippie killers for no reason. Like, yeah. I think they're more isolated. Uh, I We have internet up here maybe, and they don't, I don't know. But <laughs> yeah, I think Michigan is like surprisingly close knit for like no reason. Yeah. Like, especially I threw an event this year, like called sort of session and like invited every, like, I wouldn't say every good skier. Cause like looking back at it, I definitely forgot some, but like everybody was invited. It wasn't like a, we just like put in some cool rails and like made a video of it or whatever. But like, yeah, it's like, everybody's tight with everybody. Like, I, I think it's, I think it's, I think it's bigger than what people might assume it is, but like the people who are, are. I guess I guess good and, like, really care about skiing are, like, all, like, homies, so... Yeah. Yeah, I, I like it here, dude, it's fire.
0: Well, dude, I'm glad you brought up that event because that's something I actually wanted to ask you about, like... I think... I've said this before for sure, like, a lot, a, a dream for a lot of these small business owners I talk to is, like, oh, I'd love to sponsor an event one day or, or host an event. So, like, how'd you go about that? Is the mountain just down for whatever? Or was that, like, off-hill? <laughs> How, how'd you set that whole thing up? Dude, this isn't... Dude, <laughs> it's actually so funny. Um, so Boyne
1: Mountain, like, I don't think anybody would expect that to ever happen at Boyne Mountain. Okay. Like, it's like such an absurd thing. Like, Boyne Mountain's pretty big, pretty corporate. Like, you know, we got like pools and a sky bridge. I'm sure you saw that in the back oh, of the yeah. video for no yeah. reason, It's like a huge bridge. I don't know. Like they just spend money on like crazy stuff. And like, I don't know. They wouldn't be inclined to be like, Oh yeah. Like some skier guy (laughs) with blonde hair who works park crew. Like let's let him run an event. But somehow my boss, once again, Dusty Miller, like Dusty Miller is doing more for skiing than I think any other skier in Michigan right now. Like he like got me some passes to hand out. He like, Got them to like let me like have an event and like have a megaphone and hype people up. And also, you know, he's the park crew manager. So we built some rails and yeah, it was, it was fire. So, so yeah, somehow it happened, somehow it worked out. And it was really, it was really fun.
0: Was it like traditional rail jam style or were you doing like the, uh, the new, the new wave of just handing out money? And... Oh,
1: yeah, new wave, maybe not even new wave of handing out money. Like, literally at the end somehow i got a bunch of products too like shout out to all the sponsors in the sort of sort of video uh surface joystick happy's taco shop coswell atch i don't know if i'm missing any uh there's this guy from minnesota named david georgie uh and i think he works for the house or something and like their store closed down so he just brought like a bunch of snow pants like we had a bunch of stuff to like give out and you know i'm not i'm not the best guy to run an event because you know i'm skiing or whatever so like honestly like i just filmed and skied until the end and then there's a crowd of people and we just started like making up stuff like like yo push-up yo relay race yo like product toss or like whatever and everybody like pretty much everybody at that event got something just because of the surplus of the event but uh we had one winner at the end uh uh very reminiscent of kimbo session because that's like the coolest thing in the world to me is kimbo session yeah and so we had one winner and i had like a box that people just put money in and then i just gave like all the money at the end to the winner who happened to be Wyatt Dorman? So shout out to Wyatt for being the goat. It was man,
0: sick. That's tight, man. That's that's like that's that's awesome. Were you worried at all? Like, ah, this might be a bust. Blah blah blah. Like, were you stressing at all before it?
1: No, not really. Um, because like at the end of the day, if it was a bust, like I still got to build like some cool rails, and my friends were still coming to film. So like, like the the. The minimum that could happen would still be good, you know. I'd have like a fun time with my friends. But yeah. Like
0: worst case scenario, you get a park shoot out of it.
1: Yeah, I get a park shoot out of it. Like maybe I have a couple like polls to give to some kids or something, but there ended up being like a mob of people, and I had a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it went it went really well. <laughs> yeah, it was really cool. I didn't. I haven't really thought about how cool it was. It was really cool.
0: <laughs> oh, that's awesome, dude! It, it looked awesome, and you are the yeah. host of it too, which was pretty sick.
1: Yeah. So the there's a Minnesota crew called Guga that came out too, which was really cool to see. Mm. Um. Yeah, it was really it was really fun. Shout out to everybody who showed up, and yo, this next year, I'm gonna have a little more structure. You know what I mean? Like maybe we'll have traditional rail jam. Themes going on. um Hopefully, I'll get my skis in time this year, so I can give out a pair of skis, not afterwards. Oh, um, yeah! It's gonna be fire. It's gonna be even better next year, boy Mountain. Thank you for letting me do it. Please let me do it again.
0: Yeah, dude, that's awesome. Boom. So, yeah, so I mean, speaking of people, people listen to these episodes for different reasons, but like on the business side of things, like starting your business. Did you have any expectations going into it for of any success, or did it start off as just like uh yo, this'll probably be my friends buying it? Like, how'd you view it at the beginning? Um, maybe maybe I thought I'd
1: have some success. I I do wanna say, um, if you think I have success now, I don't. <laughs> I'm probably still in the red. <laughs> I probably I probably have made very little money from this total. Uh yeah uh but i th- I thought i thought it could be a thing you know i thought it'd be a way to fund me buying a camera yeah and it did that you know so
0: that's tight dude
1: so the minimum is done now it's like whatever happens now is like extra like woohoo
0: yeah yeah <laughs> that's funny yeah i think uh i don't know i kind of view the podcast the same way maybe starting to grow it a little bit more We'll see. But I was just like, if I could ski for free, that would be awesome. Like if it could just yeah, cover no, ski expenses. Cool.
1: Yeah. That's cool. I saw you're doing interviews at do towards which is like, yeah, that's pretty sick. That's kind of a dream job of mine. Maybe. So,
0: yeah, I mean, well going out I'm there for, for sure. Put us in the red, like for sure, for sure, for <laughs> sure. I mean, the uh, the podcast itself is a pretty lean operation. I mean, I pay for a zoom subscription and then the rest is just time <laughs> in this microphone I bought. But, uh, yeah, once you start going places, then the, everything really starts adding up, and you're like, "All right, this I'm for sure in the red now."
1: For sure, I actually, I take that back. I probably have made a good bit of money, but it's all by hand at Mount Hood because I sell in person at Mount Hood. So, oh, that's sick. That's that's a great thing that sorta has done for me. It's allowed me to go to Mount Hood and not like, come home like super poor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, even though I work at like, uh, Wendell's and High Cascade or whatever, it's like I think everybody who's ever worked there knows that you're not gonna come back like, you know, with like financial mobility. <laughs> it's not. It's like a great job if you want to ski and like, meet people. But if you uh if you don't have a side hustle, it'll be a little harder. So,
0: yeah, no one's getting rich off of working at Mount Hood. I think.
1: No, I don't think yeah. so. Maybe maybe the maybe like some race coaches, but yeah. I mean they own that whole damn hill anyway so
0: <laughs> so uh when did you start going out to Mount Hood
1: So this is my third summer oh, this next big. summer will be my yeah. third so
0: sick are you spring I mean it's already May are you spring are you spring pass type of guy or are you just go out there like to actually I
1: I am yeah. spring spring passing this year the end of spring pass um I was waiting to see if surface would buy my spring pass does not look like they will so I will be purchasing that probably tonight <laughs> and i'll be heading out uh sometime after next weekend maybe i don't know it's pretty loose i have to go I, i'm gonna go through salt lake city because i have like chronic boot problems and yeah. i'm gonna try to get a ski boot that i can ski in this whole summer uh but other than that it's it's been only summer so far
0: yeah dude that's sick oh i don't know if i'm gonna make it out there this year i would love to but uh, dude, I drove I drove to and from X Games, so the car the car got a lot of mileage on it. And if I put like yeah. another six thousand miles on it, I'll be over a hundred thousand. And it's just like a mental barrier I'm having trouble crossing right now.
1: Yeah, I'm definitely well over a hundred thousand of mine.
0: Yeah. I've driven
1: out every summer, will drive out this summer as well. So
0: Yeah. Do you roll solo for that or you uh...
1: first year I brought somebody there and then I came back solo? And then last year I think I was solo both times. That's sick. I don't think I was. It's pretty, it's pretty brutal, but it's kind of fun. It's like it's cool just to like pull over. Like, you know, Montana has a bunch of cool like free camping sites. Yeah. So it'll be like 8 p.m. like dark and just like try to find this like janky campsite, set up a tent in the dark, go to bed, wake up.
0: It's pretty cool. Yeah, dude. I got I gotta get my uh my car camp set up on point i had a i had a roof tent for the longest time mm-hmm. and uh and then some things happened blah 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 and the, somebody else ended up with the roof tent and uh so but now i, I have a like a platform that I could set up in my car so i'm like i might just run it back and just do the car camping and just try to figure out how to store everything in the car with the platform and the bed so that's a way to fun. do it,
1: I guess. Yeah. I, I'm when I'm going there this spring, most of the time I'll be in a B and B split between my friends, which will be far nicer than car camping. But all my yeah. friends have told me, like, yo, just put a mattress in your car and bum it. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. I think I I think I need a shower more than those friends that I'm <laughs> mentioning. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but but I do respect it, you know. They're they're getting their they're getting their laps in. So Yeah. Dude
0: now i kind of want to go i'm still figuring i'm to- I'm totally still figuring out what i'm doing for may right now and uh i have to like work i got some work gigs in the middle of it and mm-hmm. uh i'm super thankful to be working those but it's really messing up any plans to drive across the country and be gone for a month
1: yeah yeah that, that'll that'll definitely do it but you, you need to go sometime in your life it's definitely an yeah. interesting well there's went- no place like hood
0: yeah. I went last year for like a week and I'm like, okay, a week or not. Not oh, even, we, okay. we split it. We split it between hood and uh, we were in Mount bachelor for a little bit. So we were at hood. That's so cool. Yeah. And we were only at hood for like three days for skiing. And I was like, okay, next time it's just only hood. And we're running yeah. it like the whole time. Yeah. That's and, pretty uh, cool. Save up. I know. We'll figure it out. Um. <clears throat> all right. Let's see what's next. We got some viewer questions. I'm seeing if we we could uh, add anything in here.
1: Shoot, I hope these viewer questions are good because, like, I have I have a pretty good response. To, like everything, I think I think eventually, like once I care less about my own skiing career and more mm-hmm. about um, I don't know what I'm gonna do for the rest of my life. I might uh, make skiing based content besides just skiing videos and uh my own skiing um so i i do think about this stuff a lot i definitely think about like oh what would i say if this question was asked yeah but all right I well, the get,
0: original question let's get into them let's get into them. yeah
1: yeah give me give me give me some bangers yo i'm so sorry for what people said to i know they said like some insane stuff
0: nah no there wasn't there was nothing really over the line uh, okay <laughs> let's see <clears throat> Um, buh, 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 buh. let's start off with something that <laughs> Quinn, who would win, who would win in a game of sorta Wyatt Dorman or Penis Heine? <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> so his real, his real name is Phoenix Heine.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, he's, he's the opening shot of the sorta spring video 2023, uh, where he snaps his ankle in half. Um, broken in three places in the ski boot. He Tanner hauled it, uh, yeah. as we were saying at the crime scene. And he's really talented. He's really good. And Wyatt Dorman did not hurt himself. And he's also super good. And Wyatt would definitely probably win. Nice. I think, and I th- I think it. I don't think it would be that. Maybe if there wasn't a jump, maybe cool, or maybe things will have a chance. But. I think Wyatt wins in most situations. Sorry, Phoenix.
0: Yeah. Uh, let's see. Owen asked, uh, favorite Wyatt Dormanski, left or right? Whatever that means.
1: <laughs> it's because he writes two different Vishnu's. Because he broke one and then Emmett sent him a different Vishnu.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. The, the Cal Carson one, for sure, with the spider web with the, the droplets. Those are cool.
0: He's only got one of them. Does he have the cow? Does he have the he cow? has the one? cow on
1: one foot, and he's got the Van Gogh, the Van Gogh, on the other oh. one. Oh, that's pretty sick. I, I think it's Van Gogh. I don't know what the painting is.
0: Yeah. All right. Um. Let's see, Quinn. Biggest struggle of owning a brand in skiing.
1: Um. Not knowing if it's a brand or not when a podcast host asks you <laughs> if it's a brand is probably the hardest part. <laughs> um no the hardest part is definitely making money
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> that's definitely the hardest part <laughs> getting people to buy what you're making you know like like the people who think that like the videos you make and like the crew and the like you know like wanting to film a street video like the people who think that stuff's really cool will have probably bought your stuff earlier on in your career or like your i guess your career you're life as a brand um and then afterwards it's like how do i get like a 12 year old to buy this because like the the audience you shoot for it's like you can expand it like regionally but there's really only so many people who like have the zoot space video memorized like me and my friends do right yeah so it's like it's like how do i end up selling my hoodie to somebody who watches videos on instagram and skis like five times a month you know
0: yeah well, that's where it gets hard yeah hopefully this can help out a little bit with that but you should definitely talk to T dan because i remember when arsenic was just a vermont brand like mm-hmm. oh the like that's what the vermont kids wear and in connecticut it was like oh cool like oh that's just what the vermont heads wear and like when you'd see them at other mountains like you know oh those dudes are probably from burlington because they're wearing arsenic so breaking out of like that local type of uh i would almost call it like local prison where mm-hmm. uh, that's all, all you're known it's gotta be tough dude i don't know
1: yeah for sure and i think i'm definitely uh applying a lot of tall t dan strategies to mm-hmm. my uh to my my brand i i know he sold a lot at hood yeah which i'm very directly mimicking i sell like literally everything i have at the end of the year like i'll take it to hood and it's i usually come back with very little which is a pretty cool feeling um and i've definitely had some orders out of state but yeah i mean being like arsenic like having having your logo in a foray video like that's that's when you made it you know
0: yeah that's, tight. that's when you made it um Alright, well we're kind of related to what we were just talking about. Skippy, he said, how do you build a local empire like sorta? So how'd you break into uh, your how'd you break onto your own scene? You know, rather than trying to get out of it. Like how did you even like spread around locally?
1: So so okay, th- this I'm gonna I'm gonna talk directly to someone who wants to start a brand, okay?
0: Yeah, yeah. Because
1: I've seen a lot of brands in michigan and beyond try to start and then just like end super quick Hmm. um or maybe they'll just like post one thing like a year or something um so first thing you need to do is like you gotta have somebody you can like pivot off of to like get you some sales you know so like thankfully for me like i already you know i wanted to be like i'm a skier first you know like i don't want to be the sort of guy like I, you know, I've had a couple people tell me like, yo, like I didn't know you ran sorta. And that's, that's good. That's how I want to be. I want to be as much of a writer for sorta as I am like a creative and the person who like makes the graphics and sells the clothes or whatever. Um, So you got to have someone to, you know, put on your brand, you know, that doesn't mean like, like sponsor everybody, you know, that means like, you know, Camden Williams, right? Like. Cammy is definitely my first year or two years of sales is definitely like 50% on Camden's back. If it wasn't for Cammy, like, I don't think I would have sold shit for sure. Um. So, yeah, get 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 somebody with some eyes on them and then, you know, make something that doesn't look bad. <laughs> it's definitely another thing to do. <laughs> have, have, have an eye for design. And if you don't, like, get somebody else. Uh, involved in your project and then maybe you'll make something that like looks good on a person
0: yeah i like that i like that so you're not like even though you said that you sponsor a lot of people you're not on the wave of giving free clothes to every single person under the sun no it definitely works though like that's a good strategy
1: um every single i have to i have to make sure i like them as a person first so, yeah. like, once I, like, meet every skier in the world, then I'll, like, a lot of products will be out there. But uh, that'll gradually take some time. So, until then, I'll just meet people and give them shit. Yeah. So, shout out to everybody I've given stuff so far. I think you're cool.
0: <laughs> uh, sidebar, do you think you've given away more stuff or do you think you've sold more stuff?
1: It's actually probably pretty close. I've definitely sold more stuff, but this is this is a funny story so at the first um premiere of the lake effect movie that i was in it's like my king this this video is so like if you're listening to this and you're like oh i love this sort of spring video like that's the kind of skiing video i like like maybe i'll go watch this lake effect video completely different like the lake effect video is made for like people who don't ski It's like, it's more based on like environmentalism and like the beauty of the landscape and like the story of like Mike King than it is like, like, you know, like skiing video. Right. But. The perk of that is like he's in a theater, like showing it to people who actually want to see, see this video, you know, and I got to show my video beforehand and people probably snoozed and then they were like, oh, okay, this one has a story. I can follow it. <laughs> um, But during that event, um, I was giving stuff out. I was on the mic. I love being on the mic. Like, that's my favorite thing in the world. I was on the mic saying probably nothing of substance, probably trying to make people laugh. And I was like, I'm giving stuff out. And I had a box that I brought. And this is so stupid for me. Like, I'm so dumb for this. I put everything. Uh, all I had was like one box in my room and the box had shirts that I haven't released yet. <laughs> and I put all the stuff I want to give out on top of those shirts. And then I was like, yo, guys, like take this stuff on top and throw it out i don't know what i thought was gonna happen like the box is pretty much empty by the time like they gave out everything that i like hadn't released yet so that (laughs) shirt just never got released and like got handed out a bunch at that event so that one definitely puts me back some shirts yeah but
0: uh yeah i've definitely sold more but i give out a lot yeah cool um all right let's see i mean dude there's a lot of inside joke questions on here um I mean, you could
1: rapid fire them off to me. Maybe I got all right. Maybe there's one that's actually of substance, or you could just cut it from the
0: final. Yeah, here's all right. We'll try this one. Enzo Gray is Sketty Space and Brandon Stover in a relationship?
1: So they are not in a relationship. They those are like two of like the bigger Michigan skiers. Yeah. I don't know if you know Brandon Stover. He's uh he's 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 pretty big in the algorithms. You could say. <laughs> Um but no, they just both ski at Cannonsburg and are both good.
0: Dude, this local knowledge. Same thing, same dude. Are Quinn and Caleb dating?
1: So I'm Caleb. Um so so that was actually that one actually has some substance because uh uh I don't know I don't know what to remember of the sort of Spring video. It's really long and it's a bunch of Michigan guys. I don't expect you to remember much of it. Um but there is a point in the opener where yes. a kid does a double and then someone who looks exactly like me kisses him, <laughs> Right on the lips. I don't, I don't know who it was, but he looked like really similar to me in almost every way. And uh, no, we are not dating and I actually am into women. So I'm pulling that one out there.
0: Yeah. I thought the, the, to give your homie a kiss to celebrate the trick celebration to open the video was interesting.
1: (laughs) Really? A lot, a lot of that video is like, is like, Oh, it would be so funny if we did this. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) So not to say that like my videos are jokes or anything, but there's definitely like, you know, I think, I think self-awareness is something that a lot of people just like, like a lot of the coolest skiers have no self-awareness and definitely the wackest skiers have like no self-awareness right (laughs) so like i think having that like humor and like being funny and like showing like hey like we kind of get that like (laughs) we kind of get the role we play in skiing i think i think it helps add to our (laughs) our appeal
0: dude i really thought the video was so fun i can't tell you enough this video is like, it's so close. It is so close to being annoying, but it's not like it's, it's right up on that line of like, of good. It, it is. It That's is great. That's great. That's
1: what I want to balance. <laughs> I want to balance like, like what the fuck is this? And like, damn, this is hard.
0: Yeah. Maybe it's just like super ahead of its time.
1: Maybe Could, I hope so. That's yeah. the goal. I mean, no one—I don't think anyone's made a video like that before. So I'm excited that I made a video
0: like that. All right, more local questions. Patrick just says Skingle Road and leaves it. So at the-
1: yeah, that's that's my snowboarder friend Patrick. Yeah. Um, I live I live in Ellsworth, Michigan, which is the boonies, yeah. and. I was going to say, I hope no one from Skinkle Road hears this, but there's not a chance in the fucking world. (laughs) There's this road called Skinkle Road that is like infamous for being like super gnarly. I didn't know it was super gnarly, but I just like driving around because that's what you do in the middle of nowhere. You'll just listen to music and drive. And I was just driving around. It's like this, it's like this really skinny, like dirt road, like almost two track. And it just like got like super gnarly, like, a maybe like 50 like gutted cars like trash everywhere like these houses are made of pallets like they're made of like old billboards and shit you can still see the billboard and they use those as like a wall and like trailers and there's like a like a like a what what do you like a longhorn cow bull for no reason and i was like what the hell is this is like brazil like I was going to say Brazil. It's like the favelas in Brazil. Yeah, You know, it's like super like impoverished. And then I like did some asking around. I was like, just like, I don't know. I worked at a farm and I was like, yo, like do you guys know about Skinkle Road? And they're like, yeah, like Skinkle Road's fucked up. Like, be careful. <laughs> and it's like, it's this family called the Skinkles that uh, are rumored to be with like and there's really there's really no rumor like this is just something that's known to like locals is that they're just like they're a little they're the, the gene pool's pretty small you know what i mean yeah they got a small gene pool they're pretty gnarly and like apparently like cops don't even go like around like the skinkle road area and they like live in a swamp it's pretty gnarly
0: yeah dude that reminds me so much of uh I don't know. My whole life, I've just been like interested by like those, uh, those types of stories. This like hidden knowledge and just like weird, off the beaten path sort of things. There's this place in uh, New York called Onion Town that is incredibly similar to that. It's just like you have to cross a railroad track and then it's like a little trailer park community. And mm-hmm. uh, there's like rumors of them being inbred and uh, they like they attack, quote unquote, attack outsiders that come in and uh dude i just love that those word of and mouth that's like intellectually
1: legends. your zone you're like yeah. i want to be there
0: it's just like it's just mad funny that like in the age of everyone knowing everything and you could look up anything at any time there's mm-hmm. still those little urban legends of like oh don't go down that road like there's bad shit down there
1: yeah it was just so funny be like the realization because we're really touristy up here too like yeah. everybody downstate who like works for like general motors or something like buys a summer home up here okay So yeah. like these people are just like commuting like around these lakes and just like not ever touching the depths of skinkle road yeah. they don't know what's down there but shit gets real
0: yeah shout out skinkle road bro shout out yeah, shout out to shout the skinkle road yeah uh <laughs> let's see Chuck, he said, "How much is Caleb's iPhone worth?"
1: Uh, I have an iPhone 8 SE in A S E in an Otter Box with a bunch of cracks in it, and like the screen barely work, works. So like maybe fifty bucks.
0: Yeah. When I was trying to get in contact with you, first of all, you can't DM Sorta Snow. I don't know if you like that or if or what, but it, when you when you try to DM Sorta Snow, it says that you could only DM. If uh, they're following you and that goes back to you're not following us. Uh, But I reached out to David from Scards and he was like, yo, uh, DM this account on Instagram. He'll get back to you. And it was just at Caleb's iPhone.
1: Yeah, that that's so it worked oh, out what people can't dm me did i get a bunch of bullshit dms i don't know how i made that a setting but <laughs> it must only be for you because i get like i get a 12 year old in there every day just begging to be sponsored so.
0: yeah dude i don't know Give gave me some sort of weird warning but uh but obviously we end up getting in touch uh <laughs> that see. um all right let's uh let's let's reel it in a little bit enough enough of the locals we let the yeah, locals get their jokes. They're more inside in. jokes. We're yeah. talking. We're talking real deal analytics. Yeah, real deal. Uh, Dusky De Sid, what brings the most? What brings you the most joy? And what's your perspective on life's offerings?
1: Oh, that's that's a sweet question. Yeah. Um, I like techno music a lot.
0: <laughs> no uh that's one way to answer that question yeah. <laughs> uh ski-
1: skiing friends probably probably friends yeah i think uh i think if anything had as good of good as a community as skiing did that i could have as both a like a most like a artistic and physical um outlet if there's anything comparable to that like if I like skateboarded in New York, like I'd be a skateboarder, you know. If I snowboarded in like the Twin Cities, I'd be a snowboarder. Like it's all about like community, friendship, yeah. making something.
0: Yeah, that is a very wholesome question. Yeah, wholesome um, question. Yeah,
1: also techno music.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's do this one, and this will be my little layup to you, uh, Grand Harris uh what's your relationship like with surface skis yo um so
1: (laughs) service skis is kind of there's kind of a funny story going into it um i worked at camp my first year and i was a free agent you know what i mean and like as any free agent does when they work at a you know at a you know, at, at a ski camp where all the big names come in, all the big brands, all the heavy players. You know what I mean? I didn't like talk to any of them. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't do any. Uh, what what would you what would you call it when you like talk networking. to a bunch? Of networking. networking. I didn't do. I didn't really do any networking. Like I did like with riders, and I did with like people who I worked with at the camp and some people, but I didn't really do that much networking. Mainly because like i don't really drink or party yeah so under that situation like you're not really gonna talk to that many many people other than like the people who like actually like you know summer camp which i do but anyways uh my co-worker lemur liam baxter shout out the boy um we were like super tight friends at camp and he he was like getting hooked up by atomic but he wasn't like in So he was like, "Yo, can I get some surfaces?" And Jason Aaron's, who's, uh, I don't know his exact position, uh, in surface or, um, joystick, but he does he he does a lot. He's like he's like one of the big the big dogs. So Big Dog gave him a pair of skis. He rode for maybe like the last two weeks of the summer, and then got online. Yeah. (laughs) So I I doubt Jason was hyped on that. But through Jason and my friend Ali Patrick, I had Jaren's connect, or I think I said Jason through Liam and Allie, I had Jason's connect, and yeah. uh, I hit him up when I was at rock bottom, uh, uh, my own three P's just blown up, and I said, "Yo, I really need skis," and he hooked me up, That's
0: and I awesome. guess I
1: guess I was a, I guess I was a good ambassador because I keep getting skis. So thank yeah. you, Jason. that's uh service service is service is the coolest brand too oh another funny story he he me, he was like yo what skis do you want and like i didn't really know much i don't really know much about ski ski models in general really other than like the tom wallace pro you know because you see those everywhere or like the arv so i didn't really know any of the surface names and my favorite skier is harold and i was like yo give me whatever harold's on yeah and he did that and then yeah
0: Dude, that's tight. I
1: want I wanted to be on the ski brand that Harold's on, so
0: Yeah. Is that is yeah. that like the full, your full relationship with them? I think they, they, they give you some skis to give away too, no?
1: Yeah, so they gave me skis to give away. They've given me skis whenever I break them, which is pretty often. I'm a pretty big person and I ski a lot. Yeah. Um I've never I've never met Jason. I guess I met him at camp and we had like a short conversation, but this summer Surface Week we're back and uh I'll actually be able to talk to the people who have made me able to ski this past couple of seasons so yeah. shout out to Surface <laughs>
0: That's awesome. Thickest
1: uh-huh. graphics too. I'll I'll die I'll, I'll die on that hill. Like Vishnu skis, like great graphics but dude the the Surface graphics the last 2 years I mean come on.
0: Yeah. Just go crazy. Uh let's see. Um, a lot of these, a lot of the rest of these are future oriented, which is like a natural conclusion to the whole thing. So, uh, Caleb, you said this is from a different Caleb. Uh, what other products is Sorta going to do in the future?
1: Um, well, it that question relies a lot on effort and when you're Half the well, I guess not half the year. Like a quarter of the year, you're in like a different state. It is hard to be like, oh, like I'm gonna long term plan out uh, a jacket, or I'm gonna long term plan out a pair of snow pants. Um, I would like to do snow pants again. I would like to do belts. Um, but it'll probably be more just t-shirts, hats, and hoodies for the time being. Um, my my dream but sort of my dream, of my career in general, I have, well, I have a, I have, I have a couple dreams, you know, I'm a big dreamer, but one of my dreams is like, it would be really cool to like become like a creative director or like head of marketing or something for like a bigger brand and like make them cool. Like whether they had a foot in skiing before, whether they didn't, whether they're a skiing brand, like it doesn't matter to me. Like it would be cool to be able to, make something popular in skiing with the knowledge that I've acquired acquired through running my own company. And then maybe I could use those resources to get products made for sorta. That would be cool. Uh, That would be a little bit more difficult to acquire if I didn't, if I was a 20 year old who lived in Michigan, like I am now, you know what I mean? <laughs> so I would like to do more of that shit, but no, probably, hopefully snow pants next year, hopefully belts. I got some cool hats for the summer hopefully skateboarding stuff i'm sort of skating snow but we sponsor zero skateboarders so hopefully i get one of those pretty soon
0: yeah um well dude you really took the reins with that one because the other questions were like what's your uh like this kid ryan what is your five-year plan and which kind of already addressed but five-year plan
1: that sounds so official
0: i know and then he also said what's your dream achievable trick like, what's your dream trick that you think, if you actually worked for it, you're getting it?
1: Yo, so first off, I can do whatever trick I want to do. So, the way he's trying to pigeonhole me there, I don't appreciate it. <laughs> uh, whatever Ryan that is, uh, not a fan of that one. Um, Dude, I kind of want a triple. I think a triple would be really funny. Like, Like, trip 14 would be like, I want a triple and I want a triple in Michigan.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say on a Michigan jump because I feel like that's essential to it. Yeah, yeah.
1: So like, so like, we've we've built Big Air, Samuel Adams, Aaron Afre's jumps. I don't know if you know anything about that. No. It's like it's like this. It's like the traveling. Okay, I was gonna say the traveling circus, but that has a different meaning in skiing. It's like an actual traveling circus where a bunch of like Emerson Lawton, uh dg Frisky, whatever his name is <laughs> uh but like a, a bunch of like sleeper pros like ryan stevenson he was he came yeah. to Boyne once they like they build like a, a big old jump and they do a bunch of tricks for drunk people pretty much and it's like a pretty big jump like if you really chucked meat you could probably triple it And it'd be really funny to triple a jump in michigan because i think i'd be I think global warming would catch up and uh, eliminate that possibility before anybody else would
0: at least triple cork. So that'd be cool. Word. Well, dude, that's the end of the road. Where do you want to leave people off? It seems like you don't, the, the products take a, take a back seat. You want to tell people where to buy your stuff or you just want to tell them where to follow you. Like, let, let them know how to stay in touch with you.
1: Yo. So, um, (laughs) so sort of snow on Instagram uh sort of skate and snow on youtube probably i think i am uh same, same. i think i'm just sorta on new schoolers if anybody uses that website still check me out there um Mm -hmm. sorta.bigcartel.com uh if you want to buy some product that's in the link of my instagram bio though um i'm i'm caleb zyphon on instagram that's i've attached myself to an apple product so i will forever be known as an iphone for the rest of my life so if you want to see my skiing you can check me out there and uh i'm gonna give a shout out to everybody who is on Sorta right now shout out the boys shout out to jake snyder loke dog emery quinn noise someone like me kissed him in the video don't know who it was jack anderton uh jack herzog Jock Hork, Doug, Drew, Chuck Hux, Soren, Dorman, Ultimate Champion, he's the goat. Joe Siska, Steve's boy, Nathan, Gibby Corcoran, Snowboarder, Colin Pitts, another snowboarder. Hey, we cross over. Phoenix Heiney, broken ankle. Nicholas Gazzardo, the goat. Uh, Novi, Big C, the kid who did tricks in the sort of video. He did the flips. Bryce Suman, Skyler Suman, Charlie Baker, B-Stove, Lemur. He's on gibberish now, but I'm still acting like he's on sorta. Shout out to Lemur. (laughs) Ryan, Hudson, Colin, Scards, Forrest. Damn, I have a lot of people. Actually, I'm going to stop because I didn't know I had that many people. But, yo, shout out everybody who's ever put on for my brand. I appreciate it. No gogs and Ridge at Super Super Unknown this year. You guys killed it. Um... Keep skiing and uh, don't don't buy whack clothing brands, please.
0: Boom. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> yeah, thank you, dude. It was fun.